Welcome to the All About Alts podcast, where we explore the world of alternative investing to help you find financial independence. Join our host, Newview Trust's president, Jason DeBono, as he covers a variety of topics with different guest speakers to discuss tax and alternative investing strategies. It is never too late to start taking control of your financial future, and we are so excited for you to be joining us for this opportunity to hear from some of the best in the business. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the All About Alts podcast. I am Jason DeBono, your host. Happy to be back here. Joined with Adam Gower from Plus Brands. Uh, excited to have Adam here. Welcome, Adam. How are you, man? Thank you so much, Jason. I'm, I'm doing great. I appreciate you guys having me. Looking forward to this. Well, this is, uh, we were just catching up, uh, you know, I've known Adam for a good amount of time and and uh, they've been doing some pretty cool stuff over at Plus Brands. And uh, we spent the last 10 minutes on on sports and weather. Uh, Adam right. is up in the Vancouver area and and I'm down here in Florida and, and it's fall uh, going into winter uh, time as we're recording this. So needless to say, there's a pretty big gap uh, in uh, in weather. And, and so uh, we're just <laughs> talking about uh, some of that. But I think we got to get on to some of the more exciting stuff and and Adam talk a little bit about what you know what you guys got going on and your backstory. So uh, if you're ready, we're gonna we're gonna dig right in. Let's do it. Yeah, I it's it's a bit of a, a funny story. Anytime I tell it, my my background is not at all. I mean, we're we're essentially right now in the in the CPG space, and that's not at all my background. Uh, my background really is more of just kind of the tried and true entrepreneurial background. And so a, a lot of the different things that I've done in the past, uh, some of which we've spoke about have been kind of a little bit all over the map. I started in mortgage finance originally, a uh, number of years, about 12 years as an independent mortgage broker, which was which was great. I was never a I was never a math guy in school. Uh, all of the all of the abstract concepts never made a whole lot of sense to me. But then when you put it on paper and started to apply it to practical real life situations, it, it started to make a lot more sense. And so I really enjoyed being able to do that. And, and just the whole component of being able to put things together for people that they were maybe having a difficult time trying to figure out how to put together. And so there was a lot of it was it was very people focused, people centric. Got to build a lot of great relationships. Got to help a lot of people um, get from point A to point B and connect the dots on some stuff that they didn't necessarily think could happen. So a lot of really cool experiences through that that process. But it it really bounced around. I went from mortgage finance, which kind of even prior to that, prior to school, was years in construction. My my dad actually has been forty five years in the residential home construction industry. So I grew up kind of on a job site from really as early as I can remember, probably, probably summers starting at around six years old, my mom would drop me off over there. And I knew my summers weren't going to be filled with street hockey and all the other typical Canadian things they were, they were filled with going to the job site and, and working pretty long hours. But it was great. I mean, I look back at a lot of the things that I've been able to be fortunate enough to do now and learn and experience and really a lot of that as it does for so many of us goes back to just the work ethic that was built on on those job sites for so many years from six years old right right through college as i was as i was finishing that up so kind of everything construction mortgage finance uh went and actually built a functional fitness apparel company which again was like never a dream or something on the radar just got really into CrossFit with some friends and my brother-in-law. And as we were starting, it was kind of early on and we were going to different competitions and really getting into it and realized there's no great technical lower body material for functional fitness. And a lot of guys were wearing stuff from other sports like jujitsu and different things. And so we created a business out of that and we started doing custom branding and and then getting into our own line of apparel. Um, and then from there, went into another leap, which again, had nothing to do with the previous one, uh, and got into the automotive industry and spent a, about seven years working with an automotive paint restoration company and helped them build out their franchise and licensing program in order to help business owners create their own paintless clear coat repair 
business. So a lot of a lot of very, very unrelated industries, but it's been really unique to see how the experiences in each of those different industries built on one another to create a framework for for where we're at now with plus brand and the things that we're doing there. Um, so so definitely been a lot of value in all of it. And and I always love connecting with people with similar stories who just have kind of been all over the place. And 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 often we expect that people maybe had this path that they saw themselves going down. And that does happen every once in a while, but but man, that hasn't been me. It's been kind of one side of the road to the other, but they all kind of keep building in a, in a great direction. Well, it sounds like, like the, uh, the, the trials and tribulations and life story of a serial entrepreneur. And, um, that's you know, right. I, I, I love hearing, you know, these stories and, and chatting with, with entrepreneurs and business owners. And, and, you know, it, it is amazing how sometimes, some of the most unrelated businesses really when you boil them back down all start to look the same and feel the same you know the core fundamentals are there so um you know really always always one common theme and that that always seems to present itself and that is that starting at a young age and and really being fortunate to be able to get out and and go to work and as much as i'm sure you'd would much rather slap the puck around it you know, uh, in uh, in the neighborhood, you know, being on a job site and, and seeing that and, and hearing what's going on and working, um, I, I got to believe that's a big contributor uh, to your work ethic today. Totally. It's it's a it's an interesting thing because that really has been as much as like we talk about and joke about the kind of bouncing around from completely unrelated industries, the the universal vein through all of that really is rooted in the work ethic. And I think it is for the majority of entrepreneurs because entrepreneurship is is definitely not for those who are looking for the nine to five and shut it down once dinner time hits and and, and skip the weekends and, and go out and do something totally different. I mean, there's definitely benefits of it in terms of scheduling and some some of the flexibilities that a lot of entrepreneurs like with doing their own thing and driving their own business. But the the work ethic thing really is the the universal vein because it's funny as I as I even just connect with a lot of different friends and business owners and people that I've gotten to know over the years. Oftentimes, there's not this really, really unique characteristic or ability that someone possesses that got them to where they are. I mean, that definitely can, again, can be the case. Sometimes you've got people that were just born to do something and it oozes out of every pore of their being. But a lot of the time, and I know this is true for myself and a lot of the people that I I find myself around and love having these type of conversations with, most of them would say that they don't really possess any particularly unique skill or or skill set in so much as they're just not willing to quit. And they're willing to put the work in that it takes to get through 18 or 1800 things that go sideways or don't end up the way that you thought that they would initially, but to continue to push through to get to that point where some that thing or something, it's often not what we thought it may be in the beginning, ultimately materializes. And so that, I, I, again, I'm like you said, I'm, I'm so thankful for that background and the things that I did learn from my parents in that vein, because I, I didn't grow up in a in a, a family that was particularly entrepreneurial, um, but that work ethic is 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 really the backbone of what's taken me down the the path that I've gone. And and I know my my partner even probably even more so than me, but he'd he'd be the first to say, I mean, this is this is not a nine to five gig, and life life goes in seasons, right? So sometimes you just got to put your head down and you got to do the work, and and at the same time try to balance it. I'm a family guy. I've got three young kids that I try to coach when I can and they're involved in sports and I, I love the flexibility to be around that. Um, but it definitely comes with seasons where that work ethic's got to kick in and you just got to put your head down and and uh, and get done what needs to get done and not be deterred by circumstances or things that don't necessarily always materialize right away anyways like you thought that they might. Well, and, and you, you know, you hit the nail on the head, right? You know, and that is it is not all um, easy and and it's not always all so hard either. You know, there's pros and cons and give and take and ebbs and flows. And uh, I love how you put Absolutely. it in terms of seasons. And, 
you know, it's, it is, yeah, two o'clock in the afternoon when you can, you know, blow, blow out of work, quote unquote, and, and go coach, you know, your son's hockey game. Uh, you know, that sounds good and great, but at 9 p.m. when the kids go to bed and you open your laptop till two in the morning, uh, they're trade-offs. And, and everybody's got to figure out yeah. where, as they enter into that entrepreneurial world, you know, where do they fit? Because without that grit and determination and willingness to do what it takes, uh, even the greatest business ideas and the greatest ventures and and all these disruptive things that that people want to do, there's a lot more out there that never see the light of the day because they just didn't get pushed Absolutely. hard enough. Absolutely. And you know what? At the end of the day, self-awareness is really the key there because there's a place and a role for everybody. I mean, everybody can't be entrepreneurs. The world, I'll be the first to say, if everybody was like me, the world would be too crazy and too chaotic of a place. We'd never be able to function. So there's there's a there's a place for everybody, right? And for those that are self-aware enough to understand, listen, that that's not for me. And I do want to be a little bit more compartmentalized in terms of this is about that and this section over here is about that that's great and and i'm along with most entrepreneurs are the first people to appreciate those that run in those different uh veins and channels as well because we rely on them to a huge degree i mean a lot of the the best people in our organization and a lot of great people that i know not entrepreneurial at all but the entrepreneurial dream could not exist or thrive without them running in their lane. So it's, it's so important to have both. One is not better than the other. It just, we all need to ideally be aware of what lane we belong in so that we can all make it work together. Absolutely. Well, you know, Adam, I was so, so excited, you know, when we chatted and, and uh, you agreed to, to come on to the show because a lot of the people that we bring on, uh, you know, naturally real estate, uh, you know, real estate related investments is, is a big theme. Um, yet when we talk about alternative investing, right, the, the world of alternatives uh, is is massive. And so, yeah. you know, your background in entrepreneurship is interesting because you you were on the mortgage side, right? Real estate related for 12 years. Yep. Correct. Yet your your path to entrepreneurship is not related to real estate at all. Um, you know, clothing and, and uh, you know, other types of products. And here we are now with, with kind of the, um, you know, uh, Plus Brands. And, and we'll talk about, about what that, what Plus Brands is doing. And, and uh, even if you go back and look, you know, you're really, you're really entrepreneurship is tied back to true business, right? Growing and scaling an actual business. And Correct. so I think for our listeners, you know, real estate is a business, you know, you've got the, the product is real estate, but it still runs yep. the same way. Um, but today we're going to kind of talk and navigate down this path of different types of product, non-real estate, real consumer products, products like water, you know, that, that we all know and understand pretty well. And, you know, it's something that, uh, that I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with. So, um, I got a couple of things I just want to touch on if we can, and, and then, uh, We'll throw you on the hot seat for the quirky questions of the day here uh, in just a second. But, you know, sounds great. When was that point? You know, if you go back and look and, and you know, you had 12 years in, in uh, mortgage finance and you were independent. So certainly there's some level of entrepreneurship there. But um, yes. if you were to look during that 12 year period, like what was that? What was that that feeling, that moment? Where in that process did you kind of go? I need to go start something. I got to go scratch this entrepreneurial itch that I've got. Was there yes. any clues or signs? Did you fight it for a long period of time? You know, walk us through that a little bit. Yeah, that, that's a great question. And it's, it's actually one that I often reflect on, even, even in the business that I find myself in now with Plus Brand, as we look at the different stages of growth along the way and, and, and various different products or or um departments that we're working within we often I, I know for myself i've often found myself thinking early on and and even now that these transition points are these clear-cut moments in time where it's like yep now it's this or 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 now it's that and and experience and reality has been very uh contradictory to that for me and, and even right back to the beginning, like you're asking about in terms of initially starting in the mortgage finance side of things, there was never, ever really a moment of clear transition where it's like, you know what, I'm done with this and this is what I'm going to do now. There was a lot more 
overlap. And that's been a consistent theme for me kind of all throughout. And even, even as we're building plus brand, it, there's a lot of just things taking place at the same time. So ex in the example of the mortgage finance side of things, I was getting into CrossFit and competitive functional fitness while I was involved in the mortgage side. And I found my passions starting to uh, chase a lot harder after what we were involved in in that side than the mortgage side. And so I continued to do it because, again, there were, there were great elements of it that I always appreciated and appreciated on behalf of, again, being a young married guy and starting to raise a family. The, the flexibility, the opportunity there it was all great. But some of those passions started to shift. And so it wasn't a clear-cut break. There was a moment of overlap where I kind of continued to do both. And then it just got to the point where there was an opportunity to say, hey, I can either continue to do this and, and just feel like ah, it is what it is. It, it kind of gets the job done or I can make the jump over to this new thing that I feel so energized about and see where that goes. Um, and so a lot of it came in the form of those, those overlapping moments that just ultimately then it was like a passing of the baton where it's not someone runs 100 meters and stops. And then the next person goes, there's that period of overlap where they're passing that baton and then that new leg kicks off. And so that really has been my experience with a lot of these different things. And then that continued as well from the functional fitness side of things as I got into the automotive. It was kind of just two things that started taking place at one time. Again, probably another hearken to the nature of an entrepreneur in terms of the, someone who doesn't possess the ability to focus on just one thing. Um, there's always got to be something going on here, something going on there. And so it was, again, it was very similar. And then the transition into Plus Brand was, a, was another one of the same where it kind of was, I, I think for myself, I've always hoped in a lot of moments that there would be this clear cut sign where it's time to jump from point A to point B. But, but like we're talking about here, I, I've found that that often doesn't happen. And there comes a moment where you just need to make a decision to jump. And it's often an imperfect moment. Uh, I think rarely does it ever line up where just everything has come together to make a nice, easy transition from one thing into the next. Um, but there, these days in particular, I mean, we're here in 2023 and we've seen some stuff on the, the business side, whether it's small business or large corporations that have never been seen before. And, and what I think a lot of us have looked at as maybe being a negative thing in terms of big companies all of a sudden out of nowhere disappearing, uh, small businesses having a tough time through certain moments and different challenges. Um, we, we look at it right away and we think, well, this is, this is obviously not a great thing. But the flip side and the, the alternative perspective to that is that everything carries risk. I mean, uh, oftentimes as an entrepreneur, you sometimes lie awake at night thinking, why didn't I just take that career where I could have just shown up, done the nine to five and, 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 and had security? Well, that security is, is not really something that exists outside of our imagination anymore. I, I know people that have worked in jobs for a long time that thought, well, this is going to be where I'm going to retire. And something can change overnight, especially even in the cancel culture world, that ties and relates to corporations too. So security is this thing that doesn't exist like we thought it did before. So that anyways, I, I'll, I'll bring it all back by saying that for me has been a liberating thing when it comes to those moments of moving from one thing to the next is just understanding that everything carries risk. There's not one thing you can stay in that's going to be risk-free if you really, really think about it. So just, uh, it's liberated me to just take those risks in the direction of my passions. And that has worked out. And again, like we've talked about, and we'll probably dive into a little bit more, it still carries roadblocks and challenges. It doesn't mean that if you pursue a passion, everything's going to work out great. It, there's going to be challenges and roadblocks. Um, but that's that's kind of the 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 Cole's notes on what the transitions have looked like for me throughout throughout the career. Well, you know, I I, I appreciate you walking through that, and 
you know, there is no perfect timing to take a leap of faith and, and entrepreneurship. If it was easy, everybody would do it. And if, right. if the timing was always clearly defined, everybody would would jump at the right timing. And even That's if you right. jump in headfirst and realize it was the perfect timing today, uh, a month later, you may wake up and realize that something's changed, shifted, uh, you know, market conditions. And so, um, yeah, the life of an entrepreneur is is one of which. Uh, you've got to be nimble and you've got to be moving with the tides. And sometimes the the wind's at your back and it feels great and you feel like the smartest, you know, human being and and you can't lose. And and very quickly, uh, the wind's in your face and you feel like no matter what you do, you, you, you'll never climb to the top of the mountain you're trying to climb to. And so uh, totally. it's good perspective, Adam, and I appreciate you sharing that because I think a lot of people- And, and there are, like you said, there are those moments where something does just work out. And it works out really clean. But the reality is life is filled with a lot more moments that aren't like that. And that for me, I mean, my whole journey of entrepreneurship has been one about, okay, well, what's the goal for the company and, and, and where do we want to get to and what needs to happen to facilitate that? Uh, kind of like we'll talk about a little bit more with some of the stuff related to Plus Brand and what we're doing there. Um, but in between all of those different things, it really, for me, has been an exercise of, of trying to, in moments, sit back and say, okay, well, what have I learned from this journey that I'm on that, in hindsight, is leading to success, but felt like anything but that along the way as you're hitting those different roadblocks and trying to take those things and pass those on to other people that I come across that are trying to build businesses as well. And I mean, I'm not... I'm only a 41 year old guy. I've been doing this for 22 years now. There's a lot of people that I lean on that have a lot more experience than me. And it feels funny sometimes as a 41 year old guy to offer advice in that vein to people. But one thing I have tried to do, uh, whether in circles of friends or different people I've connected with, is boil down one or two things about what I've learned from that journey that can be useful to them. Because at the end of the day, I think we can be busy with everything that's involved in life, but if we're not using the things we've learned along the way to help give others a leg up, then what, what's the point? What are we doing it all for? We can be busy with a million different things until we die without purpose, or we can be busy and have purpose fueling those things. And so the one thing that I've really, really kind of crystallized in my own mind in hindsight, going through a lot of these different entrepreneurial challenges, um, which have involved everything from, I mean, we've had early days. We've, we'll talk about this again a bit more. We, we bootstrapped this business from the very beginning. Um, and, and there's a lot of challenges that come with that when you're, when you're building a business that way. And I'm, I'm doing that as a, and have been doing that with my partner as a, a, a young guy, married three young kids. They're now 16, 14, and 11 but started this journey when they were quite young. And I mean, we've had moments where we've gone, I think we talked about it earlier on a couple of weeks back, but we, we've gone to the grocery store and you go there with like 18 bucks, knowing how you need to buy some of the things that are on sale or have points allocated towards them to hit a points total that will give you 20 more bucks to spend on a few extra things and going up to pay for those $18 worth of things and your card not going through and having your kids sitting there with you. I mean, these are, these are real challenges that a lot of entrepreneurial people face. And it's what derails a lot of us along the way. And you couldn't blame them for it. These, these kind of things are very, very difficult to deal with. And certainly I, I feel like even as a, as a man who is, feels the responsibility to provide for my family and that sort of thing, those are those are tough challenges. So having gone through different things like that in the earlier years of, of, of bootstrapping the business, one of the things that I've definitely learned is it's so important to control the little things involved in every day because it's, it's critical to get little wins along the way because so much of what we do as entrepreneurs, you with your business, uh, my, my partner and I and our employees with ours, there's so many things that the reality is they're outside of our control. We can work as hard as we can to get done what needs to be done, but there's still a lot of it that is subject to all kinds of different variables that are outside of our control. So for me, in those early moments, I learned that there were little things that I could do to experience those wins and feel like I'm still in control. 
even though this one thing that I'm trying to accomplish might feel like it's completely gone off the rails. I can make sure my car's clean so that at the end of the day, if I'm driving home from the office or from wherever, I don't get in the car and think, oh man, and on top of everything going sideways, none of my stuff's even in good shape. Or I can try to do 15 minutes of a workout late in the evening so that when the day ends and everything's gone sideways, I'm not thinking, oh man, and on top of that, I feel terrible about myself and my own physical condition. You know what I mean? So there's, there's little things that we can control on a day-to-day basis to get little wins and feel like we're still maintaining some semblance of control because those other things, they're temporary. Those circumstances that are going sideways and that aren't working the way that we want them to, they'll change. They'll turn around. The next day, things could go flip. Everything could go right. But what if my thoughts derail me somewhere in between and I give up? And like you say, that's why all these great ideas never make it. And we don't see so many cool products and services and different things because the road is a difficult one. So that's one thing just in the vein of like, if there's something I've learned along the way that I try to pass on to other people, um, that's one thing that I try to pass on. And it's always really cool when I have people come back and say, man, you know what? I, I did that. And I just tried to pick two or three things each day that I could control and stay on top of. And man, did that ever make such a difference in terms of being able to deal with the rest of everything else and push through and, and get it done. Well, you know, in, in your world and, and the world uh, of anyone in entrepreneurship, uh, it is little wins and sometimes it's hard. Uh, you're chasing that golden goose and, and you have this vision that's usually more grand uh, than any one person could get to on their own. And that's the beauty of, of being an entrepreneur and a visionary. Uh, but remembering to, to just step back, and you're right, uh, it, a small win is a win, uh, and, and it's the sum of all those small wins that, that get you to there. So good totally. good advice there. Well, uh, let's use this as a time to transition over to, um, I w- want to go through the quirky questions of the day, because we want to put you on the hot seat for Uh-oh. that. Uh, I'm sure we got a good uh, a good envelope today. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about Plus Brand and, and kind of what you're doing and uh, some of the things you're working on today. So we're, we'll, uh, yeah, let's hit these quirky questions of the day and then and let's bring this show down to close. Sounds great. Thank you, Maggie. Um, remember, if you do have questions for the quirky questions of the day, you can email those to Maggie with a Y at newviewtrust.com with a U. Here we go. Question number one. Oh, this is an interesting one for, for someone okay. uh, in Canada. Spring or fall? Oh man, you know what? I got to go with fall. Spring and fall look very much the same in Canada. They're wet and they're gray. Those are our eight months of the year between those two where we don't see a whole lot of sunshine. But the reason I got to go with fall is because my wife and my daughters love being able to throw the jackets and the boots back on and get those pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkin everything. So I I think I'm going to go with fall for that reason. All right. Well, that's we we are uh, we're recording this in in fall in Florida, and uh, I think the the temperature this morning clipped uh, into the 60s. Uh, and I've seen more boots today uh, than I've seen in in some months. So we don't get nearly <laughs> as many times to put them on. But uh, but pumpkin spice is in full effect around us as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> question two: If you could have a conversation with your 10 year old self, what would you say? Oh man, you know what? Uh, it's it's funny because it probably would, at this stage in life anyways, it probably would tie back into what we were just talking about. I would just tell my 10-year-old self, nothing ever goes in a straight line. So expect there to be challenges, but stick with it because there's good stuff on the other side of sticking with it, even if it doesn't look like what you think it will. Good advice. Good advice. Uh, number three, What's the funniest, I can't believe I did that moment that you've had, personally or professionally? Oh, man. Oh, the funniest, I can't believe I did that moment. Okay, so it probably would be a personal one. Um, I got married in 2005, so approaching now about 20 years ago. And I've always been a big, uh, comedy fan, like in terms of the, the movies and type of things that I watch. And at the time, it wasn't that long after the movie Napoleon Dynamite had come out. Um, 
And the first time I watched it, I thought this is the dumbest movie that I've ever watched in my life. And the more times that I watched it, the funnier that it got. And there was, he had a brother in that movie named Kip. And Kip was just this super socially awkward, very, very monotone guy and didn't have a lot of expression. And he had this little piano thing that he played and this, uh, this song that he sang in the movie and Kip, Kip was not a good singer as, and uh, I am not a good singer either. Um, but I decided last minute, uh, at my wedding at the reception, not, not during the, the actual ceremony, because then I don't know if I would be married still, but at the, at the, in the reception, I ended up getting a friend of mine who brought up this little piano and kind of played the song in the, the piano, it was called Yes, I Love Technology was the name of the song by Kip. Uh, and the, but the, the chorus went into, but not as much as you, you see. And it was, uh, it was very, very embarrassing. And it was a, it was a terrible song. Uh, but I, I sang that during the speech section uh, at my wedding in the monotone style of, uh, of Napoleon's brother, Kip. And uh, fortunately, it worked out. It was... Uh, it, it, it set the tone for a fun rest of the evening, but I look back and I think, man, I can't believe I did that. Hopefully there's no videos of it. Well, you know, what a, what a difference 20 years makes. Um, you know, that was pre-iPhone. Uh, otherwise, there'd be plenty That's of right. <laughs> Probably to thank, a point. Thank that, goodness. Thank goodness for the lack of social media. Yeah, it's a different uh, it's a different time then. You know, I, there was a few things that I heard in there that, that I couldn't help. You know, when I, when I asked the, I can't believe I did that, and you started with your wedding, I thought... This is not the time for a long pause, Adam. Uh, and then the, the, the second thing I heard, and I love it, and it makes no sense at, at all. And, and I think it, it's, it, and I don't know if it's all guys, uh, but, but when you get into these kind of dumb, humorous movies um, that, that you just can't help but keep watching, like the first time the movie's terrible, what are we doing rewatching them? Right? Like, <laughs> That's a good point. What what is wrong with us as beings where we we watch movies four and five times so that we can actually yes. enjoy them? Uh, most people would have given up halfway through the first one, but way to stick with it. Great movie. Uh, it, it's got to it's got to be a, it's got to be a guy thing. My wife always makes fun of me because I'll recite lines from all kinds of comedy movies that she would just rather I would stop reciting lines from. <laughs> Yeah, there's uh, there's a laundry list of, uh, of of movies that I love that that start the same way. Uh, it's not the first or second time I watched them that I really liked them. It's the fourth. Yes. And fifth. So, well, I, I appreciate you getting on that hot seat of the quirky questions. Always uh, one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, but let, let's 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 wrap this up uh, talking about Plus Brand. You know, we we've kind of yeah. talked about it, but we haven't actually really told anyone what it is. And so maybe let's start with with. What, what's Plus Brand as a brand? Um, what are some of the products that you guys have and, and have in the marketplace? Yeah, so our ultimately our mission as a company, and, and you hinted on this earlier in terms of uh, like we, it, it's Plus Brand certainly indicates a large suite of different products uh, and, and brands. We do have some, and actually we've announced recently some that are coming now in the spring uh, of 2024. But we've focused primarily up until now on uh, our Agua Plus Alkaline Water. So we're the, the creators of Agua Plus Alkaline Water and our All Scratch technology, which is really what has given this uh, an amazing life of its own, which I, I think we'll talk about. But um, what, what we created Plus Brand to do was, was we ultimately had the mission and the vision of uh, developing products and technologies. We, we, we've always felt like those two things go hand in hand. Um, but developing products and technologies that meaningfully improve the day-to-day -day lives of health-conscious yet busy people. And I know, I know you can relate to that. A lot of us can relate to that these days. It's we all we all really want to take positive steps to live consistent, healthy lifestyles. But sometimes life itself can get in the way of that. So Plus Brand really is about creating products and technologies that help facilitate that for the average person so that they can be little meaningful steps and and uh, things that people can consume and utilize in order to make that maybe just uh, a little bit easier. Um, and so that really was the idea behind Plus Brand and, and the Plus both in Plus Brand and obviously in Agua Plus and the products we have coming out later. Plus is sort of the central theme within each of those products. 
And really what that came from is a representation of the concept of more than something being, let's say, being more than the sum of its parts. Um, and that really folds into the idea uh, on the healthy living side of things where we recognize, hey, a, a, a balanced, healthy lifestyle isn't about doing one thing really, really well, because it's, it's often hard. Like whether it's take fitness, for example, like some people, and I'm always in awe of when I see a guy my age or a guy older than me, that is just really, really fit. I know the work that goes into that. So I'm always, it tells you a lot about the person right off the bat, but for the average person, whether, whether their fault or not, I mean, again, like we said, life is busy. It's hard to just really, really dial in the fitness or really, really dial in the diet or really, really dial in the the relationship build allocating time to building relationships with your wife and your kids and that sort of thing so all of these different things were of the opinion that it a healthy life is really a healthy balance of all of those different things and so that's where the plus and that idea of more than comes from it's that healthy living is more than just this or that or the other thing it's it's trying to find a nice balanced mix between all of those things um, and that's really what uh, it tra translates to a product like the water as well, the alkaline water. Is it the be all end all to healthy living? No, but it's a small, helpful little component that can make things just a little bit easier to get there along the way. And so that's really what the, the brand is, is about at the end of the day and what we're trying to do with anything that we introduce into that mix along the way moving forward. Well, you know, it, it's amazing. You know, you're, you're in a market, um, that needs no explanation, right? Water. Um, we, we all know what it is, but one of the things that, that I love and a lot of business books reference water, you know, as, as, as a model for marketing and a model for so many different things, because it's, if we really think about water, you know, it really does in most cases sells for more than jet fuel, right? When you, yeah. when you pour the bottles out into a gallon and, um, there's so many different types. What, what you guys have done is said, Hey, like we know that water's good. Um, you know, water's good for you. If you just swapped out whatever you were consuming today and, and just drank water, like that's a great step in the right direction, but here's a water that gives you a little bit more than just water. And, and it's amazing that, that you yeah. to do that. And I mean, you guys are in, in Amazon, Walmart, you know, retailers, Instacart, um, you know, all under that that premise, um, which is really cool. And, and congratulations on on such great success with getting that brand out in the marketplace. Yeah, thank you. It's it's a funny thing because oftentimes when I tell people what I do or, or or what products we sell, and I say water, a lot of people look at me like I'm a little bit crazy, just because of the the reality of the space that we're in. Is like you mentioned, there there can be great margins in a product like water, um, but the flip side of that is it's a highly, highly commoditized space. And it's, 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 it's as competitive as it gets at the end of the day. I mean, we're talking about competitors that are owned by Pepsi, owned by Coke, like corporations with the deep, deepest pockets that exist. And so oftentimes people will look at me and think, well, what in the world are you doing in that space? But that is really, at the end of the day, what makes a product unique and what makes a product fly off the shelves in any given moment in time, it, it often just comes down to how that product is marketed. And again, that's that's the challenge of being in a space with big corporations is they have a lot of marketing dollars to allocate towards the best and the brightest and the greatest ideas and that sort of thing. And so you find products and trends within the space moving in the direction of, okay, who's got the coolest or the most entertaining campaign going or who's capitalizing the best on a certain trend or gimmick or something like that. And the, the difficulty with that is, is you always got to reinvent yourself, right? Because what worked in one period of time, there's ebbs and flows and it's not relevant two months later sometimes. And that really has been what's unique about what we've done and what we're so excited about is the doors that are opening for us and our unique selling proposition, what makes our product different for our customers and for the retailers that are carrying our product in order to differentiate themselves amongst their competitors is not something that is just a trend or is just a gimmick or some marketing campaign that's cool today and nobody remembers tomorrow. It, it's about a technology that 
the all scratch technology that we touched on that meaningfully addresses a problem that's existed since the beginning of packaged beverages. I mean, what, what all scratch technology solves in a nutshell is, is what we refer to as bottle confusion. It's that moment where you're, you're out with relatives or at, at, at a barbecue on a weekend and somebody brought a whole bunch of drinks and they're all the same brand and you sit down and you turn and talk to Uncle Fred and you look back and you, you, you look at the coffee table and there's two or three or four bottles of water there and you don't know which one's yours. Or maybe that's an alcoholic beverage or a soda or whatever the case might be. And it's a problem that's existed for a long time and people have tried to come up with sort of temporary solutions. Women will take a scrunchie or a hair tie or they'll, if there's a marker or something like that, they'll try and write on there. But the problem is oftentimes it's been in ice or it's condensating because it's warm out and the drink is cold and you can't write on it. So it's kind of been just this necessary evil that people have just accepted as a problem that can't be solved. Well, we've solved it for long story short, we've solved it and it's unique patented technology that we own several utility patents to, meaning even though we're in a space where we're competing with some of the deepest pockets that exist in any industry from a marketing perspective, those companies can't just come in and knock off what we've done uh, because you'd either have to license it from us, which we're not going to do in competing spaces where we have products, but uh, we will and are doing in other spaces that are unrelated to products that we, we currently sell. Um, so they've got to either license it for us or they've got to try and find something different. So it's, it really is what at the end of the day is creating all kinds of opportunities for us in a, in, in a very short period of time. I mean, we've only started the actual retail distribution of Agua Plus in 2023. Um, and we're in over 1,500 different stores now since basically the beginning of the summer. We laid a lot of groundwork for that to happen did a lot of uh, uh, industry advertising, creating awareness of this technology. Um, but that's what's so exciting is we've got this thing now that nobody else, regardless of the resources they have, can knock off very easily. And it's creating a lot of opportunity because it makes us very, very different in a meaningful way from a lot of the other competitors or products that the, the retailers that our product is with are, are also carrying on the shelves. And that's great. For our partners as well because it creates a meaningful point of differentiation for them in in their spaces as well so it's it's been uh it's been a pretty exciting journey and kind of a cool story how it all ultimately came about well you know it's amazing the the all scratch is such a cool technology and you wouldn't necessarily think of technology as it relates to a consumer good like water, especially one that, that to your point is pretty well commoditized and, and, and the deepest of the deepest of pockets in, in, you know, the world are, are already in and entering. And so, you know, here's, here's plus brand, you know, with, with that's disrupting this market and they're doing it in a way that's not just about a good product because what's inside the bottle does have to matter too. Um, but it is amazing when you got 20 different bottles to choose from, uh, that bottle confusion is real. Uh, it's been an incredible pain for for anyone, regardless of whether you have kids or not. But once you have kids, you really uh, start to realize what a pain it is when you're throwing yeah. away eight or 10 water bottles because the kids can't figure out, you know, whose bottles whose. And so they open another one. And so, you know, as a result, you've got wasted product, wasted material. I mean, all these things we could go on exactly. and on. And so this idea of being able to really identify your your product and even in a fun way you know because it's truly personalized uh is, yeah. is really exciting and and the fact that you guys kind of worked backwards and then forward and then backwards and forward and a little sideways and a little sideways and, and ended yes. up there uh says a lot about you guys and and your willingness to, to kind of keep things moving forward so what what's next for for plus brand i mean you've got you know the 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 alkaline water you've got the um, uh, all scratch technology, right. That, that you can use in your own, uh, product lines, but also licensed non-competing product lines, you know, what's next for, for plus brand, uh, and, and what you guys have going on. Yeah. So we're right now, we're really focused on scaling, uh, both, both internally with our own operations, the growth kind of came a lot faster than we even anticipated. Um, so we're working right now on really shoring up a lot of our operational systems to be able to accommodate the growth that's taking place. And there's so many really cool 
technologies and, and AI is getting worked into a lot of different things. We're really doing our best to work with partners to integrate that into the operational side so that a lot of the things that need the, the processes that need to take place can be automated nowadays. And, and, and like we talked about with people, like our business thrives on the great people that we have helping us to grow it and that are kind of boots on the ground, so to speak, in various different capacities. And so technology now is allowing us to alleviate uh, a lot of the different things uh, and, and responsibilities of certain roles that people don't necessarily always love doing. Um, and so it's minimizing a lot of that and creating a lot of efficiencies, which is great. So we've been spending a lot of time focusing on the operational side to be able to create a platform that can really scale with the growth. And, and then obviously on the distribution side, we're really focused on continuing to go grow distribution through additional states. Uh, we've laid the groundwork now also for additional countries going into Canada and Mexico next. Um, but we've we've had some great partners. We've been fortunate enough to get connected with. We're in and partnered with 7-Eleven, with Circle K, Spartan Nash Foods, and all of their various different brands, um, as well as Myers. Uh, you had mentioned Instacart as well, and a lot of the retailers that now sell on there, and that the the growth that's taking place in the online order and delivery space uh, for for grocery is just exploding as people realize what you mean, I don't have to take two hours out of my day to go grocery shopping and it basically costs the same and you'll take it right to my door. And COVID really accelerated that for a lot of people, right? The technology side was the limiting part for a lot of people where they just weren't comfortable doing certain things on their phone. Uh, they were just used to doing them in person and we all kind of got fast tracked. Uh, right through to our grandparents. Everybody got fast-tracked and comfortable using technology for these things. So we're, we're uh, very excited to be partnering with great companies like that that are growing so quickly because at the end of the day, what that does for our distributors as well is rather than uh, e-commerce it, is obviously not an old school model. There's, there's a lot of great e-commerce businesses, um, but this allows and facilitates the opportunity for us to sell the product online through the retail partners. And at the end of the day that we exist to support our distribution centers and our, our distributors and our wholesalers and our retailers. And so rather than competing against them and selling our own products on e-commerce, we can facilitate traffic to their brick and mortar and their online stores through great platforms like Instacart. Um, so we're really focused on growing the distribution. We've, we've had a list of Man, I'd have to talk to our national sales director, uh, a, a great guy named George, who has been handling a lot of that for us and, and leveraging a lot of existing relationships he has. But he has a list of well over 100 different distributors that have basically just said, well, let us know when we can carry the product. Because from, from our perspective, what we didn't want to do is come out guns blazing so hard that we tripped over our own feet. Um, and, and you get one opportunity to create that first impression in each market. And so we wanted to do that well. And that was why we started with Michigan and we're now expanding into other surrounding states, um, in order to get our feet under us and make sure we understand what does it take to support the distributors in the growth of the product through these particular markets. And we've been able to do that, um, and build some systems that work really well. So now we're really just focused on scaling that. And then like, we had talked about uh, not 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 too much earlier. We're also getting ready to introduce some additional products into um, the the plus brand distribution model through a lot of the the existing distribution channels. Um, we have a suite of products called Fat Burner Plus, um, and they're just natural metabolism uh, and energy boosting products that are in a capsule form, and, and then also some beverage forms as well, where we'll be able to utilize the the all scratch technology as well. Um, so we're, what, what we're really looking to do is continue to create ways to be able to leverage, um, great products, but also like, like our mission says, great technology, um, and, and being able to enter a new space on with fat burner plus on that natural energy side of things. Um, we're, we're able to leverage again, this cool technology that we can print directly also on a, on an aluminum can and people can scratch their name right on it. And like you said, they, they just have fun doing it, right? Kids love that kind of stuff. It's, it's interactive. It's fun. They can scratch a picture. They can scratch something they think is funny to show their friends. We've had, we've had parents that are scratching messages on it when they're sending it to the, 
school with their kids, drink this or, or something encouraging if their kids have been having a rough week about something. We've even had somebody who gave their number to someone at the gym and we actually replicated a video that we use for advertising in some of the social platforms about what took place. But we had someone that gave another person at the gym their number on a water bottle. They scratched it in on the side and handed it off and kind of walked off. Um, so we've heard a lot of really cool, funny stories about the ways in which people are utilizing the technology. And we actually created uh, a contest and a promotion around it too, which we use uh, and promote within the various stores and retail channels on our point of sale material. It's called Scratch Your Bottle. And it's built around the, the idea of how do you scratch your bottle? And it was really just came out of this organic thing that was taking place where people were showing us and posting about these cool different ways that they're scratching their bottle. So we created a contest, which you can see uh, on, on the Agua Plus website with a lot of really cool monthly and, and prizes at the, at the end. So it's really, we're just really focused on growing the foundation that we've built so far that we've been so fortunate uh, to have some great success with. And New Views played a huge role in that with us as well. Um, as we've, I know I, I spoke a couple weeks back with Lisa on your team about our royalty program that we've created to kind of help fuel that growth and, and, and the whole idea of this being all about alts. That's what I've, I love the title because alternative investment vehicles are something that people need to look at more now because the traditional ones are struggling. So alternatives are becoming much more mainstream, not even so alternative anymore. So we've created that uh, to help facilitate that growth and talked a little bit about that, what that looks like with Lisa, but really just working on on building out those existing pieces that we've created the foundation for um, and and just really enjoying the the process. And, and even just at the end of the day, both my partner Chad and I, uh, we're just really proud of the fact that we've created a, a product in a in a really a super competitive space where we can walk through a grocery store or a 7-Eleven or whatever with our kids, or they can walk through with their friends and see a product and say, hey, my dad created that. Um, it's, it's something that is not necessarily the, the, the driving force behind what we're doing, but it's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool part because a lot of this for us is, is, and like we talked about in terms of what we do on a day-to-day, -day, it's about legacy and it's about family and what we create for our kids. And so to be able to do that at the same time and, and see them be proud of, of, of what their, their dad is building is, is, is pretty cool. Well, that's a lot of fun, and and you guys have a lot to be proud of. Um, getting a product to market is is hard enough. Getting it, uh, you know, into some of these major competitive stores is even harder. And doing it uh, in a very noisy market and and a very yeah. full uh, set of shelf space, you know, from before you even make the first first phone call, uh, yeah. is an instrumental um, challenge that you guys have have just blown through. So. Um, you know, you mentioned the royalties and and that's kind of the tie back to alternatives that's really cool. Um, you know, as we always, you know, tell our clients, friends, people listening, we don't endorse investments. We don't approve them. We don't tell people what to do. We manage accounts that give people choice. Um, yes. But we've seen uh, a lot of the investors in Plus Brand using retirement money to take advantage of, you know, what they believe to be a, a growing product and a growing marketplace and a growing bit of technology that can be leveraged for for good profit. Uh, and they see the value of doing that inside a tax deferred or tax free account. So, um, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's it's really cool. Um, Adam, we're going to wrap things up today. Um, we'll we'll throw all of your contact info into the show notes. Uh, that way, should anyone want to reach out directly, learn a little bit more about Plus Brand and what you guys are doing. Uh, if you haven't been on, uh, you know, Instacart, Amazon, um, you know, take a look. You can go see their products, order it. Uh, the all scratch technology is super cool. It, it, it almost seems, you know, just to be, to be honest, the, the first time I saw it, I kind of thought like, it's crazy. This hasn't existed sooner, you know, yes. and, and, and heard I, that a lot. I don't want to diminish the value of what you did. It, it just underscores how hard what you guys accomplished is because yeah. as simple as it is, if it were that easy, the billion dollar fortune, you know, 100 companies that are in the, this space would have already done it. And so, Kudos yeah. to you guys for being able to uh, really to 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 show the power of being entrepreneurial, the power of being disruptive. So uh, really yeah. cool things there. Awesome to see. Yeah, thank you. And I I do I would just like to throw a quick little uh, 
promo out there for NewView. And I know, I know uh, Jason didn't, he didn't ask me to do this, I promise. But you guys really have been instrumental in facilitating the royalty side of things, which has been great. What you guys do as a custodian um, with self-directed IRAs is, is incredible. The service, everybody that we deal with and that our clients deal with over there on a regular basis has been amazing. And it, it, it's such an integral part of what we're doing right now. Um, so for those other business owners that are out there looking for creative ways to partner with different companies in order to facilitate these type of programs, um, NewView is a great partner from that facilitation perspective and uh, offers great insight for people too in terms of what, what they can do that a lot of people aren't necessarily aware that they can do and that they can move things around without without always having to incur penalties or losing the tax status and that sort of thing. So we, we appreciate what you guys have done for us on that side and, and uh, look forward to a, a great relationship for years to come. Well, we appreciate that feedback, Adam. And, and we, love, we love people getting outside of the traditional investments. Not to say that there's anything wrong with being in traditional investments, but uh, exclusivity in traditional investments is missed opportunity. And uh, yeah. So we're, we're always well, especially, having- especially now, especially now I I'd throw in one last thing, which is just that like we all, I mean, you and I, even in our generation, we grew up under the understanding that it's prudent to save for a rainy day. But when you look at inflation being what it is now, it saving for a rainy day isn't always the smartest thing anymore because your money's sitting there and you're losing on it. So you do have to look at these alternative things. And that's why vehicles like this and companies like NewView are, are so relevant today. Yeah, it it uh, it matters, and and it's it's something that uh, we're what I love about what we all collectively do is we give people an opportunity to look a little bit beyond the normal scope uh, of what they're doing today, and and if it makes yeah. sense, great, and if it doesn't, that's okay too. But as long as they're at least looking and and uh, giving some uh, idea to it, um, what you guys are doing is fantastic. Um, it's really exciting to uh, to have you on the show. I appreciate you kind of walking through. Uh, a little bit of your background of entrepreneurship and then sharing with us kind of the journey that, that Plus Brand is on. Um, before we let you off the show completely, uh, we're going to wrap up with our Learn Before You Burn segment. Uh, we've talked a little bit about maybe some of the the uh, the things you've stubbed your toe along the way or advice you've learned, but uh, Learn Before You Burn is very simple, right? What is the experience and lesson that you got together that you could help share to our listeners where maybe they can get the lesson, but not have to go through the the pain of the experience, uh, sort of like touching that hot stove. So, uh, Adam, bring us to a close here with your learn before you burn. Yeah, uh, I not to beat a dead horse, but I, because I'm going to use a quote instead of sharing exactly what I did before, but just in the vein of persevering and working hard and continuing to go through. That there's a there's a quote that I've always appreciated from C.S. Lewis. Uh, it, faith is the art of holding on to things in spite of changing moods and circumstances. So that, that thing that I would say is just recognize one, your moods are going to change from day to day because things go up and down all the time. Don't let that affect what you're working on. Keep, keep your goal in mind and keep pushing towards it. And circumstances like we talked about for quite a while earlier, they're, they're going to change for all kinds of reasons too. So control what you can control. Um, and, and, and faith really at the end of the day is an important thing. I not, not in, not necessarily advocating for in one thing or another, but just, I mean, faith right now in the terms of, and in the confines of just believing in, in yourself and the ability to get to that point, um, and recognizing that it's not going to be, uh, a straight, easy road. So if you expect it ahead of time, you can be better prepared for it. And then, and then like the old adage goes, if you don't quit, you win and, it's, it doesn't always look necessarily like you thought it might, but that doesn't mean that it's not true. There's a lot of ways in which we win that are unexpected. Um, so just don't quit and keep pushing through. I love it. Absolutely love it. Well, Adam, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, if you guys are first time listeners out there, or repeat listeners, thank you uh, for being here. We'd appreciate it if you hit the like, share, subscribe button. Uh, and, and just help us continue to build this community of like-minded investors looking to invest beyond Wall Street, um, but also looking to utilize and take advantage of the tax deferral or tax-free growth that IRAs offer. So keeping a little bit more of, uh, of what you make. So Adam, thanks again, and best of luck to you and Plus Brand and all that you guys have going on. Thanks for having me, Jason. Appreciate it.
Thank you so much for listening. We hope the information within this podcast has given you the tools that you need to find your way to financial independence. We would love to partner with you on this journey. Text ALTS, that's A-L-T-S, to 407-708-1853 to learn more about how to get started today. Don't forget to follow us to make sure you don't miss a second of content. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.